Welcome to another episode of Heroes and a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and AJ Styles signing to WWE. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. My name is Andy. And I'm Cody. And today we're talking about Heroes and Missed the Bus. However, before we get into that, if you've been listening to Heroes and for a while, you know that we enjoy our top five episodes. However, not every topic can warrant a full-blown episode, and so from time to time, we like to do a sort of speed round of top five, and we'd like to do one of those for you now, if that's all right with you all. I think it's all right with them. I mean, we're already recording the. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the, our show. Yeah, we, I, yes, exactly. I forgot. I, we can. I think. I think we just let's just go with it. Uh, so for this one, like you said, Cody, it's just going to be a speed round, and we're going to do heroes and top five movie scores so not soundtracks we're just talking about movie scores so i'll give my top five first again there's no order to them these are just the top five i have uh we have amazing spider-man that's composed by james horner uh we also have the force awakens uh, obviously episode seven of star wars that's john williams we have man of steel that's uh composed by han zimmer the dark knight that's also composed by han zimmer and then lastly Captain America Winter Soldier, and that's composed by Henry Jackman. All right, and my top five starts with the movie It Follows, uh, and that's done by Disaster Piece. I do want to put the disclaimer out there that It Follows is a horror movie, and it's not for all audiences, but if you're a big horror fan, it's pretty great. Next up is Back to the Future, uh, and you had to know this was coming probably. That's by <laughs> Alan Silvestri, and that movie's perfect. That's all there is to say about that. Next up is Jurassic Park. By John Williams. Again, you probably saw that coming. I've decided to endorse that as one of my top five. Also, I have Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. That's by Howard Shore. I hadn't seen this movie until recently, but now I have, and it's as good as Second Breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) And to round out my top five, I have Iron Man 3's score. That is by Brian Tyler. I promise if you do anything with the main title score playing behind you, you will get all of the brilliance with Tony of Tony Stark. You're uh, you're pretty passionate about your uh, movie scores. Hey, they're pretty great. There's a certain degree of epicosity. <laughs> yes, that goes into, and I don't know that that's a word, but <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds like, it sounds like it should be. Um, but that's our top five movie scores. Uh, let us know what you guys think of our top five. Let us know what movie scores you uh, will would make and add to your top five. You can always let let us know of those things on our social media. Like I said earlier, for this week's episode, we are talking about heroes and missed the bus. If you're like us, there's been something that you didn't jump on board with right away, whether it's a movie, a comic book run, a video game, a TV show, etc. For one reason or another, you didn't come to appreciate it until long after its release. You missed the bus. Yeah, so for example, one for me that I missed the bus when it first came out was How I Met Your Mother. That's a, you know, it's a comedy TV show. Um, It's not family friendly, just heads up, you know, uh, but... That uh, that show was on the air for a long time, and I remember I caught up on all of it in uh, in a span of like two weeks, I think, or like two or three weeks. Jeez. And seriously, just so it, we're clear, that's like seven years worth of television. Yeah, because I jumped in. I think it was like season. I caught up with like real time. I think it was probably like season six or season seven. 
Um, and I think there was nine seasons of that TV show in total, or nine or eight. And so I caught up pretty pretty quickly. And uh, to like, you know, when there was a big fuss about who the mother is and like those last two seasons being huge. And like I was watching it from that point on, like, you know, every new episodes every week. But yeah, I just heard a lot about it. People recommended it to me. But for whatever reason, I just didn't watch it. And but then one time I, I you know, one day. I just did, and so I loved it ever Literally since. Literally, one yeah. day, you I- <laughs> watched the whole thing. <laughs> How about you, man? What's a, just a quick example of something that you missed out? I think of, and I, I have you to thank for this, Andy, but I think of uh, Scott Snyder's run on Batman, uh, you know, from, from the Court of the Owls, the City of Owls, yeah. you know, uh, and just moving through everything he's done up to date. I don't want to spend too much time with that, because I know we're always pushing that Scott Snyder. It's yeah. great if you haven't read it, but... That's something like I I read those now and I'm like why didn't I why wasn't I following this from the get go Yeah, granted it's much cheaper to buy the volumes so you know yeah, that, there is that that does that yeah that is a benefit so that's what we mean when we say miss the bus so it's just something again that we just weren't you know we didn't we weren't with the product right when it came out if it was a TV show a movie a video game or a comic and and uh, you know we come to f- really fall in love with this or you know find you know we have an appreciation for it down you know some time has passed you know and we're catching up with it now and so that's what we mean by miss the bus so uh let's go back and forth cody on some things some pretty big things i feel like and under the geekdom umbrella that Mm -hmm. we have missed that it's kind of it's strange that we missed out on it so um i'll go first so for me um i think of a movie i'm gonna start off with a movie first uh for me it was uh scott pilgrim versus the world Mm-hmm. And that movie is one of the best, like, it's one of the un- most underrated comic book movies uh, out there. I think most people, when they think of a comic book movie, they, of course, think of, like, a Batman or... Something yeah, involving like, superheroes. Yeah, exactly. You know, Captain America, <clears throat> Iron Man, The Avengers, something like that. Um, but this is actually, this movie, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, you know, it was based on a um off of a comic book and i dude it is so much fun like i just people kept on talking about it i remember uh i was in college and people were talking about it and people my friends would tell me hey you should I, we we really think you would like this you know you like comic books you like superhero movies like you should check it out and i just thought i was i don't know why i i just didn't like it. i think maybe it was because of um maybe the cast like mike michael sarah's in it like he's the lead and i just thought like ah like i've seen a couple of his movies already like he pretty much plays the same character you know character in each movie you know so i was just like i don't know if i want to see another you know like a weird like indie rom-com you know with you know he's the main lead but um that really was not the case at all like this movie is really really fun and it it is like everything that you like so if you're a comic book fan if you're just a fanboy everything that you love about like video games and you know comic books and 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 rock music like all that stuff like that's this movie like yes it has all of that and in a movie form so it's it's just so much fun and it the cool thing like it it doesn't take itself seriously like it's it knows it's a comic book movie and it's okay if if they show like uh you know if someone punches someone in the movie like it'll show like a like 
bam, like almost like old school Batman. Right, kind of right. Like, and it, but it's it's so fun, man. Like, have have you seen it? I have seen it, and I actually kind of I was a little late on catching that as well. I, I think the funniest stuff for me in that is like seeing the the really video game like yeah like stuff where like like Scott earns the power of self respect yeah <laughs> and it like ups his power level you know exactly in the movie and he, there's even like a good point where he gets to do a redo like you yeah know, he's like yeah. replaying through a level and whatnot to make that movie a lot of fun yeah the humor again <laughs> like I think that's another thing it's a pretty good like it's a pretty funny movie too like that's another thing too like the humor is there. Um, and it again, it doesn't take itself seriously. Uh, so the premise for that movie is like, you know, Scott Pilgrim is the main character. He's just living life, and he falls for for this girl. But in order to date this girl, he has to defeat the lead. He had yeah, he has to defeat the her seven uh, ex boyfriends, like her you know, her seven exes, and that's it. Like so, it's very like round one, like oh, like yeah. oh, like. Like you're like it's a boss level. Like that's what it is. Like it's so much fun. Like again, if you haven't seen it, you please, please, please watch it. Is there a particular X fight that you appreciated more than the others with that, Andy? Uh, there's so there's oh my gosh, like the the actions there, the humors there. Um, I think there's one that he tricks. The one I I think is pretty funny is that he tricks an ex boyfriend uh, of the, of the girl that he likes. And again, just you know, spoiler alert on this one. But uh, he he tricks the ex ex boyfriend. Uh, he claims to be like vegan or you know like or mm-hmm. a vegetarian or something. But he acts like somehow he tricks him in the middle of the fight. He tricks him to eat like a soybean or like some like some weird food item like that. And then all of a sudden, like in the middle of the fight, like like vegetarian police officers come and like just bust him like hey you claim yourself to be a vegan or you know like and like (laughs) but you had this now you're gonna go to jail like in the middle of the fight like and then he just gets arrested and that's it like and the fight's (laughs) over like in the middle like i just thought like that's really fun like i did not see that coming at all like but again it's just really really fun the writing i think is really really good um definitely want to check it out if you haven't seen it again it's it's not maybe again that one's maybe not family appropriate you know maybe you know that's it, it, it it's based on a comic book but i don't think it's for necessary for little kids right so. it's it's not necessarily an, you know an iron man or, or, or an captain, Avengers America, or captain like america that. yeah uh so that that's my first one that i have is just scott pilgrim versus the world i know i kind of hinted at it a little bit earlier in the episode but as of now I, Cody Pick, have seen the Lord of the Rings. The trilogy. The trilogy. Yes. The whole trilogy. Let's give it up for him. Let's so, clap with me. I know if you're in your car right now, if you're in the work office. One hand best. on the steering wheel, clap yeah. on your wrist or something. <laughs> Just I, clap. You, know, you don't want to be taking your hands off the wheel. Yeah, that's that's really, that's a big deal. <laughs> it, it, it was. I don't know if people realize watching that in a row, if how, like, I know, I'm sure some people have done it, but... Uh, yeah, so this this weekend actually, I I sat down with uh, some friends of the podcast, you know, some some fellow members of our Team Heroes and uh, yeah. Oscar uh, and his wife and and Mel and John, and uh, and we set out with the goal of uh, of watching these movies, and so we started at nine a.m. <laughs> we started at nine a.m. Uh, on Saturday, and we blew we went through the first one. 
and you there comes a point on the blu-rays where you have to put in another disc which i was like realizing <laughs> if it's a blu-ray and it has to you have to put in another disc like that's this a, is a lot big deal. that's a lot of space yeah. man. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, this exactly it's a, a, lot, it's of a lot of walking yeah. so <laughs> uh, so then we we finished about lunchtime right yes. so we we went and got some lunch and very quickly came back and jumped right back into uh into the two towers yes uh and, and we went through that one and that one took us like to five o'clock like this is a work day yeah <laughs> like this is an hour like you know if you have an hour break and you have you know yeah. four hours of work on either side this is a work day yeah. so that was like slightly crazy to me i will say that anyone who you know gave me heck for or wants to give me heck for taking so long i uh i did watch the extended versions yes you know? so i've you know, there's a, there's a chance that I may have watched more Lord of the Rings than you. <laughs> so what now? There's that. So what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? And I also watched them over the course of 24 hours. So you know, in your face. Uh, but I really enjoyed them, and I, as you know, as you know, Andy, and as I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've mentioned before. I hadn't seen them. I didn't yeah. watch them when they were coming out. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, you know, I didn't watch them as you know, like I said, as they were coming out. And I put off watching them because I knew that it was it was no small task, correct? To you know to learn how to cook potatoes, potatoes, <laughs> yes, and and learn how to you know how long it takes to walk to Mordor, <laughs> and, and you know and who Smeagol is and stuff. And so, but it was really enjoyable, and I'm really glad that I did because I feel like it's a big part of geek culture that I that I've missed out on. Yeah, and then you watched uh, Return of the King on on Sunday. Yeah, and right. then and then so you finished the trilogy. Now, Cody, which which one? Again, this is just a natural question. Which one would you say is your favorite one of the three? Uh, my favorite one is going to be the Two Towers. Okay, why uh, why is that? And that is because of <laughs> the Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah. So we <laughs> that was that was one where we we stopped in the middle of it uh, just for a little bit. And actually, that one I had we had to stop and finish it Sunday yeah. right before uh, right before Return of the King, and so we stopped it with an hour to go. And Oscar was like, "We should probably stop here because you don't want to start the Battle of Helm's Deep and not be able to finish it." And he's like, "Because the rest of the movie is the Battle of Helm's Deep." There was another hour left. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There was another hour, like yes. an hour worth of just of just this epic battle, you know, and whatnot. I really, I I think that one is my favorite because somehow, despite it being, you know, at that point, the fellowship's kind of broken apart, you know, and Mm -hmm. there's people in different places and whatnot, but it's still able, I was still able to be interested in each of the storylines that were happening. Yeah. Uh, And that's just kind of something that I would, I would credit the whole trilogy to is that despite them being four hour movies, I never really got bored with them. Yeah. Uh, and I ne- there was not really a time where I was disinterested or I just felt like it was dragging or anything like that. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you ever consider reading the books now? I, I will actually. And I've read the Hobbit book. Yeah. Uh, I haven't, still haven't seen the Hobbit movies. So okay. that's probably, you know, the next, the next big trip to go there and back again. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I real I really enjoyed them. I will say I was a little disappointed with, the way Frodo's story kind of ends, okay. Um, not necessarily the way it's all tied up, but just the way, uh, I guess ultimately the way the ring goes into the into Mount Doom. Yeah. Uh, just because maybe it's just I think a thing of me being a comic book hero or a comic book fan. Yeah. And wanting my hero to be one hundred percent my hero, you know, mm-hmm. and not have really any any moments of weakness or darkness, you know. Yeah. Things like that. 
Uh, I don't. I I just don't want him to be Darth Vader. I don't want him to turn to Darth <laughs> Vader. And so uh, there were a couple moments where we were joking about the ring being like the symbiote, you know, like uh-huh. the black suit or yes. like the dark side, you know, and like oh, Smeagol is how Darth how Anakin was supposed to be. <laughs> like, yes, like just joking, like you know things like that. They were a lot of fun, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed them. I probably should have watched them sooner. I probably should have watched them as they were coming out. That way I didn't have to sit through, to, you know, like we figured it out. It's, it's a, I think it's 11 and a half hours of, nuts. of movies. I will, I will say like, I haven't seen the extended versions. I've seen just the regular, you know, theatrical versions. And, um, so yeah, you've seen more of it than I have more of that trilogy. Um, and I'm, I'm, I, I think talking with you about it and talking to some of, uh, some of our other friends about it, I, I'm kind of interested in maybe going down that road and, and seeing them but again i know it's just a long it's just a daunting task like that's it, yeah, yeah like 12 hours of sure. my life and so again i've seen them already so it's not like kind of like with you like you've never seen them so it make kind of it makes sense to start that process i don't know if i fully want to start that process but i might i'm a little interested in it yeah mel was calling out some of the stuff that because i if i'm if i'm understanding correctly and mel if you're listening you can correct me later but uh, I don't think she had seen the extended versions. I think she'd only seen the theatrical versions. And so she was calling out stuff like, oh, this wasn't in the theatrical version. Okay. And stuff like that, you know, as we were watching them. And, like, the stuff she was mentioning, I felt like was important plot points, you know. Yeah. And, like, some of it's, like, just, you know, the way the way uh, Saruman's story is tied up and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I was like, this probably should have been in there. Like, I get that you're adding another... 45 minutes you know potentially onto your movie but i don't know i would have been okay with like if somebody's gonna sit down i feel like somebody's gonna sit down and watch your movie for two hours and 45 minutes like they're they're okay with sticking out for three and a half four hours yeah yeah, yeah. so but that's just my opinion all right well so you you talked about uh, lord of the rings um for something that i missed i'm gonna switch uh gears a little bit and, and go to the comic book world and for me, what I missed the bus on, which is gonna sound crazy, as soon as I say it, you're, it's it's gonna shock people, I'm sure, um, who have listened to the podcast already. But I missed the bus on Old Man Logan. So that's that's your comic. Book. That's, that, that is that comic my, book's in your engagement photo. That is like it's my, a big deal to you. That's a, yes, <laughs> it is a big deal to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I missed the bus on it. Um, because if I'm not mistaken, I was already like I was into comics. Like I was already that came out again when I was in college, and um, I remember when I was in high school buying you know Civil War and uh, you know buying comic books already kind of on my own, and I had mm-hmm. a job, so you know like I was already you know I was already into the comic book world. And so I don't know why I missed out on Old Man Logan, but I remember watching, you know, reading comic book reviews and, you know, watching comic book reviews and people always talking about Old Man Logan. I just, for some reason, like, I just never put two and two together. Like, Andy, just go to the local comic book store, ask them for it, start buying the, you know, the single issues of, you know, the floppies and just get on, you know get on the bandwagon kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And um so I remember I got into it kind of late and I had to get a trade back, like the graphic novel, like, you know, the volume of it. And I remember reading it 
I just remember like falling in love with that whole storyline. I just like this is this is great. Like, mm-hmm. and I've said it before on the podcast. Like, it's really cool with that particular comic book. Comic book that you don't need to know something you know beforehand and you don't need to know anything really afterwards about right. it like it's just its own story it's just it's a fun short story there's nothing to it like there's not a whole lot of history that you need to know really all you need to know is who wolverine is yeah <laughs> exactly if you know that wolverine is logan like it, logan's wolverine and that he has claws like that's he all can heal that's it that's it, about the extent of it. <laughs> so so yeah man i missed out and um, I don't know. I don't know how many of you guys uh, who are listening, you know, who are into comics, are like me. But if you love a particular comic book, you then become like you you you're on the hunt for those issues. That if you love a comic book run and they only have the trade back, you know, the graphic novel, like mm-hmm. the volume of it. I don't know if everyone's like this, but for me, like if I really really love it, I want e- each individual issue, and so. I got the graphic novel of Old Man Logan. That's the one that's in the engagement photos, like, and all that stuff. Right. But then afterwards, man, every comic book shop I went to, you know, all across the state of Florida, all across the country, and whenever I was in a new town, you know, and I found a comic book store, man, I was always looking for those issues because I wanted to collect all of those issues. Like, that's what I wanted. And I, I was able to do it. You've got all of them? I was able to do it. I was able to go back and, like, Go and get enough back, like look through back issues and like, you know, just random com- comic book stores and the, actually where I was able to get all the missing pieces, like all the missing issues that I needed was actually at uh, Comic-Con. So when I went to San Diego Comic-Con, I was able to catch, get, get the rest there. And so that was like that. That's what made like that just adds added to the experience of Comic Con. Like I was there, it was amazing. But then I was also able to finish my you know old man Logan run process that you've been working on. (laughs) Exactly. Like finally got all the pieces put together. Exactly. And then the the last actually the very very last piece I needed was actually I found here at Coliseum where where we recorded recorded one time. Cool. Yeah. So that was really cool. So uh, old man Logan, man, I missed the bus. But again, if you haven't if you haven't read that storyline please read it it's a lot of fun i, I want to ask andy where do you have any variant covers from that because you've got all the issues yeah i think that i think i have one variant cover um it's not my favorite i picked it up uh, at comic-con like i said but i picked i picked this particular issue um it's like an old school uh the cover has like an old school looking incredible hulk versus like an old school uh, Wolverine, kind of like the way they used to look like when Wolverine first made his debut mm-hmm. in like comics. Like blue and yellow, or yeah, blue and yellow. But like cool. just it, just the uh, you can just tell like it's just kind of it just looks old ish, you know. Like that's kind of like the style they were going for. Um, it's not my personal favorite variant, but that was one that was able. But it's a variant of Old Man Logan, exactly. So I was like, I'll I'll snag it. So I'll pick bonus it up. points just for that, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but man, it was a lot of fun trying to find those issues. And um, again, it's it's great. Please read it. it. Again, that one, actually, I got to give, you know, just a disclaimer. It's pretty violent. Uh, it's not. Yeah, that one, like I've read, I've borrowed your, yeah. your volume of it. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's Wolverine, so it's it kind of comes with the territory exactly. a little bit. But it's definitely colorful. I'll just say that. It's it's colorful. So you don't just, you know, heads up on that one. But it's, again, it's a good one. I, I would recommend it. So 
the next thing that I have, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the movie world. Okay. Uh, and that's gonna be the Star Wars original trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like you, um, kind of like you have to. You have to kind of almost not redeem yourself, but you have <laughs> no, to like no. defend yourself, exp- no. explain yourself. What okay, do you mean? So like, in in my defense, yes. I am yes. I am twenty three years old. Okay, uh, so those movies are you know came out a long time you know before I was born. Yes, so <laughs> I I don't know that that's a great excuse because Jurassic Park came out when I was born. Back <laughs> to the Future came out before yeah. I was born. Tremors came out before I was born, and so. I don't know that that's a great excuse, but that's the excuse that I have, and that's that's my story, and that's I'm sticking to it. Uh, but so, so like I said, being you know growing up in the '90s and you know in the in the 2000s, I I grew up with the Star Wars prequels. I grew up with the Phantom Menace and with yeah. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, and I think that's why I like in you know when we rank them, when you rank all the Star Wars movies, my one of my favorites is Revenge of the Sith. You know. Uh, because I grew up like that's the Star Wars that I grew up with, and so I watched them all, you know. And there was even a point where I dressed up as Darth Maul for Halloween. Like E two, <laughs> I did, I, I did too, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I dressed up as Darth Maul, and I, my my sister was uh, was Padme. And yeah. It was, it was pretty fun, but uh, I didn't see the original trilogy until I want to say I was in I was nineteen or twenty. Okay. Before I saw them, I I had graduated high you school. You waited a, a pretty long time, dude. Right. I'm I, not gonna like, lie. I really, I if I like at least up until that point, I don't even really remember them. Okay. And so, and the reason I I watched them then was because my first job. A little fun facts about me: my first my first job was working at the Lego store. Okay. Uh, down here in in Orlando uh, at what's now Disney Springs. At the time, you know, it was called Downtown Disney, but that was my first job, and so. Working there, uh, as you probably know, if you're a Star Wars fan, there are a lot of Lego Star Wars sets, and so yeah. they had all these different ships, you know. And it was a big deal when we were coming out with the Millennium Falcon again, and we were coming out with this R2D2 that's really cool, and you know all these things. But I never really like, with the exception of of the little yellow starfighter that comes with you know little little kid Anakin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't really like you know know what they were and whatnot, and so. I knew my uncle loved them, you know, and a lot of people loved, you know, the original trilogy. And so I watched them all. I borrowed them from someone and I watched them and I was like, oh, like, this is what this is what Star Wars is. Like, yes. I, I didn't realize yes. that they're like at the time, like at the time, like the best Star Wars got was Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And I realized, wait a minute, there are, a, you know, three other Star Wars movies that are loads better than even Revenge of the Sith. And yeah. so. I I don't know why it took me so long. I I feel like somehow like I don't know if my like no offense to my parents they maybe they weren't geeky enough. <laughs> Some they just didn't have a health, as healthy of appreciation for Star Wars as they needed to. Yes, okay. But in some way, I I feel like they failed me for not showing me <laughs> the original trilogy as you know as a young child. What's funny is I remember Cody. I, we've been friends for a long time, and I remember. You getting that job at Lego, like at the Lego store at mm-hmm. Downtown Disney, and I remember, like, what's funny is you're telling me the story be- because I knew, I because I knew like that you were into geeky stuff and nerdy stuff. Like now that you're telling me that when you when you got that job, 
that you didn't see Star Wars at that point. Like, I did not know that then. Like, if I would have known that then, I would have, like, I would have shown you those movies, like, <laughs> like sooner. Like, I would have made it a point, like, we need to watch these, like, a lot sooner. Um, and I'm a little bit older than you, so, you know, we were, it's not like it would have been weird, but, like, yeah, like, I would have made sure, like, hey, as, as your friend, Cody, hey, 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 buddy. Like, <laughs> probably know these things, <laughs> you right? should, Yeah, you should know these things. Um, but, yeah, so, I... Gosh, it's been you did wait a while, like even through high school, like through high no school, one yeah. no one no buzz on like in high school about Star Wars kind of like I don't I maybe it didn't come up. I'm not I'm not sure why, like even in high school none of my you know I get I maybe just everyone that I grew up with, you know, was just the same, like, you know, of the same opinion of me that the Star Wars, you know, that we know is the prequels. Yeah. You know, as as far as most of us are concerned. But yeah, so I I really didn't jump into them until until I was twenty, you know, nineteen or twenty or so. Yeah, working at the Lego store, <laughs> which is also it's like kind of funny because then they came out with Lord of the Rings sets, and that did, that wasn't enough. <laughs> that wasn't enough to, to get me into Lord of the Rings, but I do have the Lego Millennium Falcon. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we're glad uh, on behalf of all the listeners right now. We're we're glad that you're on. Star Wars now you're on Lord of the Rings now it's it's a it's a good day episode three is still my number two Star Wars but. all right but let's uh, <laughs> let's not uh, offend the listeners uh, my my next thing um, is uh, going back to movies now uh, for this one I'm actually gonna go to the animated uh, movies for this and I'm gonna talk about uh, Batman under the Red Hood and Justice League Doom so for this these two movies they came out uh, pretty close to each other, and again I was into geeky stuff. I've, I've always been into geeky stuff and, and nerdy stuff and superheroes and all that. Uh, but for some reason, the animated movies that DC, uh, you know, when they were releasing these, I just thought uh, I feel like I'm a little too old for the uh, it's like kid stuff. Yeah, it's I kind of I, what you feel I like. just kind of thought that was the case. I just thought, oh, it's just cartoons like for you know the kids of this generation like i grew up with you know batman the animated series i grew up with the x-men and spider-man you know animated series like that was my cartoon maybe these movies are the you know the cartoon of kid you know this generation's kids or whatever so i was like ah they're probably kiddie like i don't need to watch those but then my my good pal amos smith you know big shout out to him he was like andy you you need you need to see these like you need to see these and i was like are you sure you like i i'm like i know i feel like i don't know they're cartoons like he's like you need to see these andy like please just do you trust me just trust me so um it was pretty cool uh, i had an opportunity to kind of just go and like um a couple of my friends we were able to just go into and like go to like north florida and just get a cabin we just kind of hung up that you know we just hung out there for a weekend like went fishing and played board games and just hooked up the n64 and played mario kart for a weekend it was just like a, a dude's weekend like, like it was awesome like that sounds like awesome. <laughs> so uh so we it was over that weekend that amos was like hey this is it like they're these these two movies are on netflix and we're gonna watch them and so I was like, all right. So, you know, we watched them, dude. And I got to tell you, man, they're amazing. Like, I would say, you know how, like, we look at Marvel's, like, D, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, oh, my gosh, what they're doing is amazing. 
it's almost like on that same level like oh my gosh what dc is doing with their with their animated movies like it's amazing like it's it's great like you have to see them like if you love again they're not kitty movies like they're, yeah, yeah they, they, they can be like that's not to say that kids can't watch them um but they're not just targeted for right. little kids like they're fully entertaining and there's like good storylines like it's not just good guy versus bad guy but it's like there's a rich you know story that's being told in those two movies that i i still like every time i watch them, like this is great like this is absolutely great like it's it's have you seen both of those i i've seen both of those the one that i the one that i think i really enjoy the most uh is is the batman assault on arkham uh movie yeah uh and that one again like like you said andy that one I, more so maybe because it's dealing with the suicide squad and villains uh but i would say that one's not for kids but what i will say thinking of those two in particular uh like with justice league doom I want so bad for that to be a live action story. Like there's part of me that just wants just wants Warner Brothers to hand the keys to the kingdom as far as their their you know big budget live action movies to the whoever is making their animated exactly. stuff. Exactly. Like just let those people do it cuz they know what they're doing and they know how to how to really deal with the characters well and handle the characters well. Uh and you know they're a little bit shorter maybe than you know than a a uh, typical live action movie but mm-hmm. They're really great. Justice League Doom, actually, I came came up with a conversation uh, this week for me, uh, actually, because I was talking through the the Batman Superman, you know, like who would win in a fight, uh, and and that di- that dynamic, and for you know the the storyline for that one is pretty cool as far as as far as what is happening, and, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. the the issues that are going on between Batman and the rest of the Justice League that I don't really want to spoil with you know if you don't watch it, but. Or if you plan to watch it, but definitely, I completely agree that they're uh, they're both worth watching. And you know, if you if you see any other ones, you know, they're worth picking up. There's there's some good Aquaman ones, or there's you know there's some good Green Lantern ones. There's also yeah. a new Batman one coming out uh, in a couple weeks here. Yeah, and I'm excited for that one too. Like, um, I did just see like it's to the point that these are these are so good that I I'm aware of when they're coming out. And I make it a point to either try to buy them if they're on sale, like right when they come out, or mm-hmm. um, as soon as Redbox gets them, like I'm there, like to Redbox it. Like, but they it deserves more money than Redbox, <laughs> you know? Like it's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not like oh, I'm like, like maybe you would rent it at Blockbuster. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But they're absolutely great. My favorite is is Under the Red Hood. Close second is Justice League Doom. Again, big shout out to Amos Smith. I just missed the bus completely, completely on that. Uh, but now, ever since then, like every time DC drops another animated movie, I'm on it, man, because I they're they're phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the one I missed, unfortunately. The the last thing that I have uh, is is going to the video game world, and that is uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, just as a franchise, kind of I. The first Assassin's Creed game that I played was Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And that was long after it had come out. I got it, I think, used at GameStop, you know, for for super cheap. Yeah. Uh, and I, I played that one and I was like, this is a great game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I haven't played this sooner. And then after I, after I got that one, I went back and I played Assassin's Creed 2. I never got around to playing Assassin's Creed 1, but 
I ended up like that's become one of my favorite video game franchises to the point where like even like Assassin's Creed 3, I pre-ordered it. Assassin's <laughs> Creed uh, Revelations, you know, I pre-ordered it. I've loved them all. And I really I there's like life lessons I've kind of taken and, and gleaned from those video games. You yeah. Know? Uh, and it's I think they're just so cool because you it's throughout history, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, history is literally their play- playground. And in particular with uh, with Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood and, and Assassin's Creed 2, those are those are dealing with the time of the Renaissance, you know, mm-hmm. within within Italy. And your character, Ezio, is, is Italian. And you're, you're working with Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, it's a and, lot of fun. And, and, and all that stuff. And because I was an art major in, in college and, you know, because I was a, as a, an artist, like, I was an artist, you know, yeah. throughout high school and I was drawing throughout high school and I was learning about in these these Renaissance artists. It was so cool to be in that world, you mm-hmm. know. And, and <laughs> there's even points as I was taking uh art history classes in college that I was like, wait a minute, like I've been there. I, <laughs> I climbed like <laughs> this, this this, you know, this basilica that you're talking about, like I've been there. I've climbed that. I've I've jumped off that. Yeah, like uh, I took the leap of faith. <laughs> I took the leap of faith off that. Like I you know what, Professor, sit down, I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, those those games are fun. I remember like I played them when they right when they came out. And so that's that's a fun franchise. Like I know, like I, I've kind of, uh, I haven't played the last few ones that have come out, mostly because like not having a next gen console or you know whatever. But, um, but yeah, those they're those are they're fun, man. Like and it like when they first debuted too, like what the mechanics for all of that and just the style of play was, it was uh just something different. It right. was you know, something new, and so yeah, man, th- those are those are a blast. I will say if if you're wanting to jump into that to that world now, and if if you haven't played any of the Assassin's Creed games re- before, uh, I'm sure that there's I'm sure online you can you can get the kind of premise. Uh, but essentially, what you're doing is you're you play as a character who is able to relive their ancestors' memories mm-hmm. uh, through a machine called an Animus, mm-hmm. uh, and essentially you're rel you're replaying you know or reliving their memories. And you're just experiencing, you know, looking to glean insight into stuff that's happening in the modern, you know, in modern times. And so they're a lot of fun just because of the, the way they're, you know, kind of taking this this twist on history. I think I think any time like, you, you know, you see that is, is pretty fun, like in X-Men first class, you know, little shout out there. But uh, if you're going to jump in now, I would say jump into Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Uh, that one you play as a pirate, and it is great. You, you have a pirate ship, and you're able to hunt whales and sharks, <laughs> and just you know take down other pirate ships and whatnot. It's a lot of fun. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, Cody, but with that one is from what I've heard, I didn't play that one, but that one is one that's maybe the one that's like least connected or to like the main storyline because like. They all more like all of those games kind of connect with each other and they are continuing the story to some degree. But with that one, I've kind of I've kind of heard like that one's kind of one that's kind of like an off like an offshoot. Like that one's just kind of it is connected, but it's almost like you can just play it, be done with it. And that's pretty much it. Like, do you, um, would you disagree with with that? Would you agree with that? I would say that that is true as far as what is happening in the 
in modern times. Okay. Uh, and you know what's going on in the world outside of the animus. Uh, I can see how I can see the lines being, you know, or that I can connect the dots with that being what's going on in, in the, uh, in the stuff that's happening in the past. You know, the stuff that's happening as know, a pirate, as the pirate yeah. in the Caribbean, uh, because in in that one you're you're not looking for the same things that you are in the, you know, in the first couple ones. I will say that that's probably mostly because there was a different character. Okay, you know, and. That's, At that point, okay. like, there's a different person that you're playing as outside of the Animus, uh, and that's not necessarily to spoil anything. Also, with that one, unfortunately, they they kind of were coming to a point where, or you know, the franchise was coming to a point where they're in a yearly development cycle, and so I, I wonder if some of that it being a little disconnected uh, is just because while that one was being developed as you know as the one prior to it as Assassin's Creed Three was being released, you know, so I, I don't know how well they're able, you know, the, the different Ubisoft studios are able to communicate that kind of stuff. I get it. Um, but the, I've, I haven't played the new one, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Uh, I've heard that it's, you know, that it's great. Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity is, uh, is the one that came out last, not, well, not 2014, but uh, 2013. And that one was the first one to be on, uh, be on these next gen on consoles on the PS4 and the, and the Xbox One. Uh, some people weren't crazy about that one. I think there was, I think there were some new elements that were really cool. Um, the, the issue with those kind of just kind of hinges on, you know, on the, the protagonist of the past. And so, uh, which that one, I, I can see how that would be a little bit weak, but overall the Assassin's Creed franchise is great. Uh, I've really enjoyed all of them, you know, to varying degrees, but i definitely think they're all worth checking out. If you have the old console, if you have the new console, I would take the time to play them. You can usually find pretty good deals on them, but I definitely missed the bus and wish I would have been on it from the get-go with the Assassin's Creed franchise. Well, that's our episode on Heroes and Miss the Bus. I just want to give you guys uh, just some new comics dropping today for January 13th. So we have uh, Secret Wars number nine. So this is this is it, Cody. This is the... The, the the final issue it was supposed to be an eight part issue a series but now it's they added that last the last part so this is it this is the we one finally made it yes uh so uh issue number nine concludes that whole secret wars uh series we also have batman teenage mutant ninja turtles number two that's a fun team up comic so you definitely want to check that one out that's again issue number two uh, we also have all new all different avengers number three that's uh, our our the new team of avengers they're not on the same page yet and that so that storyline is still continuing um so that's still really good uh, but lastly, the one that I'm most excited about, Cody, even more excited than for like Secret Wars number nine. The one I'm super, super excited about is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, issue number zero by Boom Studios. Now, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to have multiple covers with different uh, different Power Rangers on on each cover. And the variant cover is going to be, there's two variants. Like they have multiple covers that are just normal covers, but there's two special variants. And that's going to be with the Green Ranger and then one with the White Ranger. Oh, are you going to try and pick up both of those? I'm going to try to pick up all seven of them. So there's five of the normal ones. So the Red Ranger, Black Ranger, 
Blue Ranger, yellow, pink Ranger. and pink and yellow Ranger. And then the two special variants is the Green Ranger and then the White Ranger. It's going to be absolutely crazy if I can. Um, any listeners, if you want to, you know, hey, like we, we got, you know, we got you an issue. Where can we mail it to you guys as a gift for the podcast? Like, thank you. You know, but if, <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I'm going to try to get all seven. But mainly I'm going to try to get uh, the green one and the white one. I'm a little nervous because I just feel like it's first come, first serve, and they're just going to sell, like, seriously, like, hotcakes. So, uh, again, that's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number zero, and that's, again, by Boom Studios. It would be awesome if you check out those comics. I know I'll definitely probably be picking up uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers one as well. I'm not going to be shooting for all <laughs> for all seven, though. That's, all right. That's a, little, that's a little crazy. And I'm excited to wrap up Secret Wars. But uh, you can always talk to us on social media, and there's a couple ways you can do that. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and you can like us on Facebook and write on our Facebook wall at facebook.com slash heroes and or you can email us at heroes and podcast at gmail.com. Again, and through our social media, you know, channels, let us know what some of the things that you missed out on. Like, you know, what what were you late to the party on? What part of geek culture stuff that, you know, you miss when it was coming out that now you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, how did I miss that? Um, so you can let us know on social on social media. We also really appreciate funny, geeky memes. And so <laughs> if you if you want to if you want to share any of those, whether it's Star Wars related or or, you know, just Marvel, DC, whatever they are, if you want to share those on our Facebook, we would appreciate it. We really get a kick out of watching the, or reading those. And then again, always subscribe, rate, and review on episodes. That goes a long way uh, for us and the podcast. If you guys are able to do that, we definitely appreciate that. Uh, once again, thank you so much for, for listening to Heroes and I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And, and we're, we're out. out.